It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Today's episode of the Locked On Reds podcast is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts that your car will ever need are at rockauto.com. And when you go there, tell them that Locked On sent you. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Reds fans? Welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for joining me here today. I'm your host, Jeff Carr, super fan of the Cincinnati Reds, and I turned my addiction into information for you each and every day. I love to talk about the Red Legs from Great American Ballpark. And today, we're going to preview this two-game series against the Chicago White Sox. I also have some thoughts about Jesse Winker, Nick Castellanos, and a little thing called the All-Star Game. Yep, that's happening this year. Uh, We're going to get all of that going here in just a minute. Before we do, though, I want to make sure that you're following the podcast on whatever podcasting provider you're currently listening to. Also, follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and follow the show at Lockdown Reds and save the Lockdown Reds line number into your phone. At 513-549-0159, the number and the Twitters are great ways to get involved for Jeff's junk mail. That's coming this Friday. Already got some great stuff lined up for that episode. All right, so let's, and, and, and before I want to get into uh, my big point today, I shout out to a friend of the podcast, Doug Gray, and to everybody who covers minor league baseball, happy opening day for the minor leagues. They are back. Dayton is back. Daytona, Chattanooga, and I did that out of order because Dayton and Daytona actually got flipped, and Louisville. Everybody starts today, including the home opener for the bats against the Columbus Clippers. And the Chattanooga Lookouts, who begin their season at home against the Rocket City Trash Pandas. Shout out to the Trash Pandas. Used to live in Huntsville myself. They used to be called the Huntsville Stars. Now they're way cooler. The Rocket City Trash Pandas. That's amazing. And then you've got Daytona and Dayton, who both start on the road. The Dragons will see their home opener on the 11th, as will the Tortugas, and you'll be able to go to those games. Limited capacity, obviously, but you'll be able to see them up close. What's funny about the Dragons 
is the fact, and I talked with Doug about this last week in our minor league preview. If you didn't get a chance to listen to that, go check it out. But with the Dragons flipping from low A to high A, you've got some guys that never left the Dragons but still got a promotion like Michael Ciani. He begins the year on the Dragons roster, as well as Mario Bautista and a couple of other guys as well. And you've got some great pitchers to watch there as well. Graham Ashcraft is in Dayton. And if you know Doug and you follow the RedsMinorLeagues.com, you know that he is very excited about what Graham Ashcraft brings to the table. You can go see him in person up in Dayton, at least in the early goings this year. So shout out to everybody in the minor leagues. Happy opening day after getting their season ripped away from him last year all of the upheaval now they can focus on actually playing games all right real quick I want to talk about Jesse Winker and Nick Castellanos and the all-star game because when all-star game voting opens up these two guys should be at the top of the list for National League outfielders now they're going to be up there with Ronald Acuna but if you look at Merritt It's Jesse Winker and Nick Castellanos up there with Ronald Acuna from Atlanta because you've got Winker, who leads the league in batting average, 365. You've got Castellanos, who leads the league, well, tied with Acuna and Chris Bryant in home runs with nine, and both of them are in the top five so far as OPS in the National League. These guys absolutely deserve to be at the top of the National League All-Star voting, and they're coming into this series pretty hot. I mean, Castellanos, five-hit game. Jesse Winker's been getting on base like it's going out of style. These two guys have been catalysts for the Reds at the top of their lineup and absolutely deserve to make the All-Star team, without a doubt. And it's interesting because High Heat Stats on Twitter tweeted out this about Nick Castellanos in his last 162 games. He has 50 doubles, 3 triples, 43 home runs, 101 RBIs, and 116 runs scored. Now, he's only got 39 walks compared to 163 strikeouts, but that's still budding superstar numbers. What we talk about in the uh, spring training and the lead up to opening day, it's that the Reds don't really have that superstar anymore. We love Joey Votto, but outside of Cincinnati, I don't think anybody looks at him as a top star in the game. And really, you can even kind of reference fantasy baseball when you talk about that, because in a lot of leagues, he was getting picked in like the last round. Guys just don't look at Joey Votto as that superstar that he once was. Nicholas Castellanos is jumping up into that pantheon. And Jesse Winker has been told, has, it, it has been said by many scouts that he could be the next big hitter for the Reds. And he is absolutely showing that. Now, in the early going, he still kind of has that split between righties and lefties. But again, this is a small sample size because the season just got going. But in 63 at-bats versus right-handed pitching, Jesse is hitting 429 with a 1304, 1,304 OPS. Just killing him. And then against left-handed pitching in 22 at-bats, he's got a buck 82 batting average with an OPS of 432. So yeah, again, 
tiny sample size, but that's still something that he can work on. But all in all, the the walk taking for Castellanos and the lefty righty splits with Jesse Winker are not something that I think are going to hinder either one of these guys as we move forward. And there's a chance that with Shogo coming back and maybe the resurgence of Nick Senzel that you could possibly see. And I know we talked about Senzel in the leadoff spot a little bit, and we'll obviously talk a lot about Shogo in the leadoff spot whenever he is confirmed back healthy, which is hopefully going to be by the end of this week. Reportedly, Bobby Nightingale was tweeting about this. There's a possibility that Shogo could be back by the end of this week. And it was kind of exciting because yesterday in a scrimmage, he went yard something he didn't do at all last year in his first year as a Red. So hopefully we see more of that. But if that's the case and you've got Jesse Winker batting second, Castellanos batting third, and you know depending on the pitcher, Shogo or, or uh, Senzel hitting leadoff, then that just makes the lineup better because these guys have absolutely been the catalysts for the Reds and two of the best hitters in the National League. There's without a doubt in my mind, they should be two of the top vote getters for the All-Star game when they start opening votes. So when that happens, let's stuff the ballot box, Reds fans. I mean, come on. We got to get out and vote for these guys because there's absolutely no excuse for them to miss this All-Star game because this is not going away. Winker and Castellanos are going to continue to hit. Now, I'm not saying that Winker is going to hit 365 all year. He's probably going to come down to earth a little bit when it comes to the batting average department, but it's not going to be like, you know, half that. It, it, he's, he's going to be phenomenal this year. I could see Jesse Winker hitting 290. I, I, I think that's a, a real possibility. All right. We're going to break down. This matchup tonight, the Reds and the White Sox square off. We're going to look at Dylan Cease. We're going to look at the White Sox roster and what we can expect from the series. And we're going to talk a little bit about Jeff Hoffman later on. Before we get into that, though, speaking of Winker and Castellanos continuing to dominate this year and keeping their stock up, have you heard about sports trade? It's where fantasy sports meets the stock market. This is amazing. Sports trade takes fantasy to the next level. It's like Robinhood for fantasy sports. Their platform allows you to buy and sell shares in your favorite players just like real stocks. Finally, a fair and exciting way to cash in on your knowledge of sports. When it comes to sports trade, making money is as simple as player values rising and falling based on two factors. One, their statistical performance in each game as compared to their projected fantasy points in that game. The more points scored, the higher their value goes. Two, good old supply and demand, baby. The more demand a player has, the higher their value goes. Instantly buy and sell as many shares in as many players as you like, just like the stock market. Then watch your players battle and your portfolio value rise. Sign up today at sportstrade.com and discover the fun and exciting and profitable new world of sports trading. This episode is also brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at 
fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring, ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only at BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. The ring from Platt Boutique is amazing. It's so simple and clean, but the vintage details are just incredible. It's a perfect little ring that's so timeless and would make the perfect gift for Hannah. If you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring that she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. The Chicago White Sox come into Cincinnati with a 15-12 and 12 record so far this season. They've done it with a lot of hitting. They are the third best team in the majors when it comes to batting average at 257 as a team. Now, comparatively, the Reds are 253, so they're right there with them. In fact, when you look at OPS, the Reds are number one in the major leagues, while the White Sox are number eight, but still very close, 780 compared to 733. And when you look at runs scored, the White Sox are pretty close as well. The Reds are number one at 151, just barely ahead of the Arizona Diamondbacks. And the White Sox have scored 134 runs. But where they differ is how they've done it. The Reds lead the majors in homers at 43, while the White Sox as a team have only hit 24. A lot of it has been timely hitting and you can point directly to a guy who it's going to be very interesting to see how the White Sox utilize Yerman Mercedes. Early on this season, he has been out of this world good. In fact, when you look at his game logs on baseball reference, he only has four games all year long without a hit. Now, that does include May 1st against the Indians, which was his last game. But we're talking about a dude who was hitting 395 with an OPS of 1,063 and five home runs to go with it. He has had a phenomenal start to the year, and the White Sox are going to try and figure out how to get him into the lineup. They've got to. Now, it's going to be interesting to see because he has only DH'd up to this point. He played five innings worth of first base in Cleveland a couple of weeks ago, but for the most part, he's just been a DH. And you're not going to take Jose Abreu out of the lineup for very long, even though Jose Abreu is only hitting 202 to start the season. That's still not a dude that I'm looking forward to Reds pitchers facing. Though as a baseball fan, I'm looking forward to watching his at-bats. They've also got Tim Anderson, who's on a roll. His OPS is over 800 right now. He is a guy that is going to give the Reds fits in this lineup. It's going to be a long day for the guys like Jeff Hoffman and guys out of this bullpen who are not going to throw strikes because you also look at the fact that the White Sox have taken 102 walks as a team so far this year. The White Sox have a good lineup. Now, when you look at the pitching side of the equation, the Reds are going to get Dylan Cease on Tuesday and Dallas Keuchel on Wednesday. Cease has had a pretty solid season so far. In 24 and a third innings pitched, 
Cease has a 2.96 ERA with a 3.28 FIP. So he's getting a little lucky, but he's not getting that lucky. It's not as if it is just egregiously lucky. He's got 29 strikeouts compared to 12 walks. Now, his walk rate is a little bit higher than league average, right at 11%. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that he tries to set up strikeouts with his fastball, and then he goes to his slider and his curve. He's got a changeup that he kind of throws. He mostly just throws it to lefties. He's only thrown it seven times, according to StatCast, to right-handed hitters so far this season. But mostly he has thrown his fastball and his slider. Now, the interesting thing is, if the Reds can lay off the slider and key in on the fastball, they're going to have a good day. He's allowing a 277 batting average and 404 slugging. Now, he's getting very lucky with the slugging. According to StatCast, he should be giving up a slugging a lot closer to 560 with the fastball. Velocity-wise, his fastball sits around 96 miles an hour, and he's got a pretty sizable drop from there to his slider at 85, his curveball at 78, and his changeup at 80. So he's got a very healthy differentiation there in velocity, and if he can mix that up effectively against the Reds, it's going to be a long day. But like I said, the Reds just need to key in on that fastball because that's where he's been giving up the contact. That's where he's been giving up the hits. In fact, when you look at his max exit velocity allowed of 115.2, that's in the bottom 7% of the league. He's getting hard hit 37% of the time, a little bit above league average. His his, uh, short career, he's not pitched that long, only 2019-20 and so far this season, he's given up 38%. Hard hit contact, which is about 3% above league average. So see if uh, Winker and Castellanos can jump on him early and set the tone for the Reds lineup. We always say that hitting is infectious and something that is contagious throughout the team. Hopefully they can start him off right. The interesting thing will be the White Sox bullpen because it's kind of a mixed bag. If you look at them, their top performers, just by glancing at what they've done so far, are Michael Kopech, the rookie that they got in the deal for Chris Sale with the Red Sox a couple of years ago. He has pitched 18 and two-thirds innings. He's got seven total games. He's made a couple of po- uh, a couple of spot starts, but for the most part, he's been kind of their uh, TJ Anta, guy that fills in for multiple innings as needed, And he's done so very effectively. 1.45 ERA. His FIP actually says he's getting slightly unlucky because his FIP is 1.24. He's got 30 strikeouts. That's right. In 18 and two-thirds innings, he has 30 strikeouts compared to just four walks. Eight total hits allowed. One of them a home run. Just a phenomenal start to the season. The Reds will definitely see Michael Kopech. They'll also see a lefty by the name of Aaron Bummer. And oh, Bummer, right? He's the only lefty in the bullpen, and I'm sure that the White Sox will utilize him a lot in this series. This is the first time that the White Sox will have to bat the pitcher this year, their first trip to a National League city. So it'll be interesting to see how that all works with uh, they've got – 
a seven-man bullpen as opposed to an eight-man bullpen. They've got Garrett Crotchet on the 10-day injured list. He is their young gun that's got that crazy high-velocity fastball, but they he will not be available in this game. Another guy that's not going to be available, a couple of guys actually that won't be available to them for the Red Series will be Luis Robert, who was just recently placed on the disabled list. He's going to be missing a lot of time. They're saying anywhere from 12 to 16 weeks for him. They've also got Aloy Jimenez on the disabled list as well, so we will not see him. One guy that we will see, probably a little bit, maybe in a pinch running capacity, maybe even in a pinch hitting capacity, who knows, is Billy Hamilton. He's a white sock, so he'll be back in Great American Ballpark. I'll be standing for him. You know, if, if his if his name is announced as a white sock, I'll give him a standing ovation. Loved Billy Hamilton. But overall, I expect this to be a very entertaining two games of baseball because the White Sox are good, and they're going to be in the thick of it in the American League Central, not to even mention probably the entirety of the American League. This is going to be a good litmus test for the Reds these next couple of games. And starting the first game of that litmus test is Jeff Hoffman. We're going to talk about him here in just a moment as he has had an interesting season thus far. And if you're the kind of guy that would or or gal that would take a look at what Jeff Hoffman has done and decided that you might want to throw a couple of bucks on that, I've got the best place for you to do that. That's Bet Online. They've got all the lines, whether it's Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NHL. If you want to bet on reality TV, they've got that too. Award shows and everything. Check them out today, betonline.ag. Set up your profile for free. And when you enter your initial deposit, type in the promo code Locked On. They'll give you 50% more. Added on to that initial deposit just for typing in that promo code. I use Bet Online to turn my sports knowledge into cash each and every day. You can check out the lines today on betonline.ag. Like this one, the Reds are plus 105 to win the game with Jeff Hoffman on the mound going against Dylan Cease. I think I'm taking that because I think the Reds will win tonight. And if you agree with me, head on over to betonline.ag, set up your profile, type in the promo code Locked On to get 50% added onto your initial deposit and place your bet today. Betonline.ag is the sportsbook I trust. And when it comes to trust and when it comes to money, you're always looking to save that money. One great way to do that is to repair and maintain your car. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, maybe even 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? Like, take for instance, the uh, Delphi fuel pump assembly for the 2005 to 2010 Honda Odyssey is $353.99 at one of the big chain stores, but it's $216.79 at rockauto.com. You can check out all the parts that you need for your car at rockauto today. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers because they've got everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, 
and even new carpet. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All of the parts that your car will ever need are at rockauto.com. Starting on the mound for the Reds to begin this pair of games against the White Sox will be Jeff Hoffman. Jeff Hoffman has had a nice start to the season when you look at basically his expectations where they were, the fact that there were none, and you see that he has a 3.33 ERA, you're like, whoa, okay, this guy might be something else. I do want to caution you, though. Don't go too far with your expectations for Jeff Hoffman moving forward so far as changing them uh, to be something like, I, I, I don't expect him to be the kind of guy that's going to push to be higher up in the rotation. I think he is a serviceable four or five guy at the back of the rotation. Maybe somebody to hold a spot for whether it's Lorenzen coming back or if they've got somebody else in mind. I, I don't know. But he is an okay uh, end of the rotation type pitcher. But when you look at his peripherals, you see more than that 3.33 ERA tells you. First of all, we're, we'll start with one that's not even a deep analytics number, the whip, walks plus hits per innings pitched. It's at 1.3. That's slightly a tick up, a a tick higher than you want it to be. Then you dig into some other stuff, and it starts to show a picture of a guy who is ripe for a bad game. And I really hope it's not going to happen here on Tuesday against this strong White Sox team, but his average exit velocity allowed of 91.7 is three miles an hour, a little bit over three miles an hour, more than league average. So worse than league average, basically is what I'm saying there. And when you look at his expected batting average of 301, expected slugging percentage allowed of 519, according to what he has done so far as exit velocity allowed, the barrels, he's allowed almost 10% barrels when it comes to this season, he should kind of have a little bit worse stats. In fact, his expected ERA is at 5.7 right now. Now, when you dig into it, he does have some good things. And the reason that he has been so good this season has been his slider. It's been phenomenal. He has allowed no hits whatsoever with it, and he has a 45%, almost 46% whiff rate on that slider. Now, his fastball and his changeup are getting him into trouble. He doesn't throw his changeup a ton, only 14% of the time, but that's almost as much as he throws his slider. He relies very heavily on his fastball, and according to StatCast, he should be getting killed. Whenever he throws that fastball, he's given up a 255 batting average on his four seam fastball. He should be giving up almost a 335 batting average and a 625 expected slugging. That's not good, especially when you're going into a game with the likes of Tim Anderson and Jose Abreu and Yasmani Grandal, who, yeah, his stats don't look great right now, but watch out for a breakout. I was talking about Dylan Cease and looking at some things that were at least uh, optimistic, at least a uh, harbinger of what could be amazing for a lineup like the Reds have on Tuesday. So I got to look at Jeff Hoffman and say, watch out. 
this could be a high-scoring game. And in fact, when you look at the over-under on betonline.ag, it's a little interesting because it's sitting at nine right now. That, that I might, I might be tempted to take the over on that. But we'll be watching to see exactly what Jeff Hoffman brings to the table today because it certainly seems like he is ripe for a bad start. And I'm hoping that the Reds can continue to get some luck and he can continue to get some good defense behind him so that he doesn't have to worry about that bad game. We, we've got first pitch at 640 tonight between Hoffman and Cease. Hopefully Hoffman can buck those peripherals a little bit, maybe improve them a little bit with a good game tonight. We'll see exactly what happens. We will react to that. We'll get you ready for Dallas Keuchel and Sonny Gray on tomorrow's podcast as well. You're not going to want to miss it. The best way to not miss it is to follow the podcast on whatever app you're currently listening to. Also, follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and follow the show at Lockdown Reds and get those Jeff's junk mail questions in at 513-549-0159. But that'll do it for us here today. Thank you so much for downloading and listening. Now, go listen to the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski takes all of the sports news and distills it into what is most important for you. And he does it in 20 minutes or less. Check out the locked on today podcast right here on this app that you're currently listening to me, but that'll do it for us today. I will talk to all of you tomorrow. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.